is really awesome that to be able to do a kind of hybrid service that we're actually um, in an age where this is possible and is going to be continuing um, from now onwards having kind of a hybrid service. So people who are isolating, people who cannot come or um, would, not, would rather not be um, amongst lots of people at this time can still join in the community that is happening here. Now, I don't know about you, but um, certainly for me, uh, meeting together in person like this, or at least for those of you online, the possibility that this is actually even an option, um, almost brings an element of relief in some ways, like risk assessments and one-way one systems and all of that aside. There's, there's an element of relief um, about simply being given permission or you know meeting in person even being an option because it, it feels like there's almost a light at the end of the tunnel um, like we're all pretty darn tired of coronavirus now and all of the headspace that it takes up and the effort it feels to just do anything like day-to-day -day life there's constantly those extra cogs spinning in the back of your mind and although some of them are quite minor, like remember to take your mask out, some of them are actually quite major stuff that has happened over the last six months or that we're anticipating in the coming months as well. Just the fact that we have extra cogs spinning in our mind is tiring enough. And meeting back in person almost feels like a little bit of light relief from it all, like, like there's hope. Is this ringing true? Yeah, I'm getting some nods, all right. Excellent, I'm with you. Um, and I was wondering about this this week and chatting to God about it and you know how I was really looking forward to it. And I think there's a couple of things that God has highlighted to us this week that he wants to speak to us and to speak over us this morning. And the first is this. It's something that Jesus said. He said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Jesus is a God of rest, of restoration. He wants us to come to him, not shiny, shiny, happy, happy, but weary, laden down, and burdened. Jesus acknowledges that this life can bring some pretty heavy stuff with it and he knows that we are weary and he gives us an option uh, an invitation in how to deal with it he says come to me he doesn't say stop or cut stuff out of your life or put put energies elsewhere he doesn't say drop the stuff that you're carrying he says come to me and he promises that if we do, if we turn our attention to him and come to him, he will give us rest. I think that it is fine and good that we feel an element of relief in meeting back together, um, a comfort from each other's company and being back as a family. This is a good, a good, wonderful thing. But Jesus says, come to him. Come to Jesus and he will give you rest. Comfortable rhythms, habitual practices, they might feel nice and good and light in this season, but they will not give you rest. They will not help you when you are weary and carrying heavy burdens. A fleeting back to normality 
will not sustain us if we go back to lockdown, which is a reality that we are facing. Some of us are tired and weary. This year has been tough, even on people who have had it easy. Jesus is inviting us to come to him. And if we do, if we choose to bring ourselves carrying everything to him, he promises to give us rest. He says, take my yoke upon you. So a yoke is like an old farming tool for carrying heavy loads. And so Jesus is essentially saying, take my way of carrying things upon you. Let me teach you, not the world teaching you. Because I am humble and gentle in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke, my way of carrying things, is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. He says, come to me all who are weary, I will give you rest. If you follow the way I do things, if you let me teach you, you will find rest. So if that is you this morning, I believe God wants to meet us in this to address that. If we are tired and weary and heavy burdened, God wants to meet us this morning. We'll be having a response time after the talk. Um, and so if this is you, this is a very real opportunity to come to Jesus and find rest. The second thing that we feel like God wants to say to us this morning, um, to speak over us as a community, is that you are the light of the world. So this always messes with my head a little bit because... People go, who's the light of the world? And the Sunday school kid in me goes, Jesus! Jesus is the light of the world. Which is not wrong, but Jesus calls us the light of the world. He gives us that name. He says, you are the light of the world. And you, David, you are the light of the world. Hannah, you are the light of the world. Sarah Marchant, you are the light of the world. If you identify as a follower of Jesus, then Jesus calls you and acknowledges you as the light of the world, as the conduit for the hope and the joy that God is and provides. We are the light for Gloucester. We are the light for Brockworth Sports Centre. We are the light for our streets, our workplaces, our activity groups. Wherever we are, whatever we are doing, we are the light of the world. What a commission. What, what a call. Jesus says, goes on to say that no one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. When we come to Jesus, weary and heavy laden, and he gives us rest, when we take on his yoke, his way of life, his teaching, we invite Jesus to live through us. We become light of the world. And we cannot do nothing with that light. We are not lit to be hidden. We are lit to shine. Not so that we can boast, but so that everyone will praise God. We need to stand and to give light. We are 
so chuffed to come back together in person because in reality, the stand, the lamp stand that is Zoom, is not being seen. We have light to share, and it's hard to do that when no one is there to see it. So this is why we are gathering back together in person, not to feel relief and momentary lightness or to feel better about ourselves and have a nice time. We gather in person on a Sunday morning because we are the light of the world. We have found a way of life that is light and people are not seeing that online. We meet in person so that people actually come and they actually get to taste the goodness of God. They get to encounter his presence and his rest. We are surrounded by people who are tired and weary and don't know if they could do another lockdown. And we have been given permission to meet. A unique opportunity to invite and welcome people into the rest that Jesus promises to those who come to him. To an easy yoke who he promises to those who choose to follow him. And the reality is that we have people regularly coming into this community who are looking for that rest, looking for Jesus, and life in all its fullness. So our job, our call, our invitation is to be the light of the world that is looking for Jesus. So when that person comes towards us on a Sunday morning, for example, who is weary and heavy burdened, and searching for some light, by gosh, we had better not be hiding under a lamp, under a basket. We had better not be full of rest from Jesus and keeping it to ourselves. We had better be welcoming them in, serving them coffee and donuts, making sure they have a seat to sit on and a person to chat to. We had better be stepping up to look after and nurture kids who are searching for Jesus just as much as adults are. Shout out to Hannah and Soph this morning who have stepped up because Mel has had to isolate. This is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Clap. I love it. They're all doing star jumps at the moment. But this is what it is to be light of the world. I mean, I almost want to turn the camera because they are currently running up and down and having a great life. This is what it is to be light of the world, um, to be encouraging and nurturing people towards a life with Jesus. We all know there are people on our streets, from our work, or even in our families who are weary and searching for light. And we had better be stepping up to the name that Jesus speaks over us, the light of the world. We want to be living fully because of our relationship with and following of Jesus. But we also want to be doing all that we can to accommodate others to join in too, to experience what we have found. <clears throat> we are building a community that brings hope and joy to Gloucester. Not because we are trying really hard to, out of our own efforts, because it's the right thing to do, but because Jesus has been so kind to us. Because Jesus offers an alternative way of living and dealing with and carrying life than this world does.
And so he calls us the light of the world. Jesus' way of life is attractive, it's hopeful, it's joyful, it's able to deal with what comes our way. And so we step up and we become builders of community, we become bringers of hope and joy. Because people within and without of the church are weary and looking for some light.